everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Women Talk Tech. Today, I'm joined by Anna, Head of Operations at DeepSet. In this conversation, we discuss what DEI means for Anna and how it is involved in her current role at DeepSet. She shares practical advice for companies who are looking to improve their gender ratio, as well as what they can do to embed diversity into their values. Anna and I also discussed the notion of DEI in relation to families and startups. With Anna becoming a mother over nine months ago, she shares how she has found returning to work and what DeepSet does to look after those with children. Lastly, we discussed the notion of remote work versus hybrid work, a topic I'm sure loads of people love hearing about, and how being remote first has had a massive advantage for DeepSet when it comes to diversity. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. So, Anna, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, my name is Anna. I'm the head of Offset DeepSet. Um, I would call myself a little bit like the glue of the organization. So I'm currently responsible for people, finance, operations. Um, I'm just making sure that things work in DeepSet. So yeah. this is, I think, my, uh, my job description. And um, I started with DeepSet when we were 10 people. Now we're more than 50 people. And I started with the aspiration of yeah, building, building a company. Um, and so far, uh, it worked quite well. So I'm very proud of what we have achieved and very proud of the team. Amazing, amazing. And maybe to kind of kick off the, the kind of uh, chat about DNI, of course, it's always important to learn about what DNI means to each individual. Um, so, yeah, what does DNI mean to you and, and why would you say it's particularly important? So um, I, have, I have a twofold answer here. So uh, one is, uh, technically speaking, um, I have a strong belief that diverse teams uh, can create better outcomes. Uh, there was a McKinsey study some years ago that uh, showed if companies are more diverse, if the leadership team is more diverse, um, they are just performing better. And with diversity, um, we mean um, the share of uh, males and females and also the share of um, cultural diversity. Um, so basically, it is a it is a no regret move to be diverse, uh, technically speaking, but on a personal level, there's also diversity that we can't see. And um, I um, I'm a first gen student, which means my parent uh, didn't study, uh, so I'm also a kind of a minority in this way. And I had um, like on my personal path, uh, I had uh, people that helped me, that supported me, and I just want to give it back and want to create a, an environment where everyone, no matter where they are from, uh, can be successful um, and make a career. Amazing. Yeah, I, you know, I can really I can really agree with you there because I think there's the, there's the studies that show that the uh, diverse teams actually perform better. But then I think personally, right, everyone has a personal story which is attached to why they also really agree with that. But I think it's always good to, to kind of back up your personal um view with the studies which actually show that it's really important you know yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah and I guess moving on to DNI at DeepSet I think it's really really key uh, or, or important to kind of show how every company is doing it and kind of what's working what's not working um, so yeah I guess looking into your role now uh, and looking into DeepSet where it currently is um, how is DNI uh, involved yeah, so right now, I told you we are now 50 people. We are, have people from 11 different countries and um, many different backgrounds. Um, we are currently expanding into the US. So by definition, we are diverse as a team because we are a remote first organization. So 
that means we very early on could start hiring in different countries, uh, with different backgrounds, etc. Plus, um, uh, I didn't mention that before, but DeepSet is uh, an open source company. So um, Haystack is our, our open source framework and it is used by people all around the world. So by definition, yeah. um, <laughs> we, we are talking to a diverse group of people anyways, and yeah. it just makes sense to be like that uh, also on the inside. So um, yeah, this is um, this is about deep set and diversity. And I would say in the beginning there was nothing like explicit. It was just the way it was, and yeah. it, it it just worked. Um, and um, when we grew a bit, uh, we understood okay, we have now we have to formalize our DEI efforts a bit more. We we want to be more explicit. We also want to be a bit more analytical when it comes to hiring, for example. And this is where we are right now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I guess how have you embedded the importance of, of DNI at DeepSet kind of holistically and kind of overall? Because I think it's it's important to notice that, of course, whilst your role may have a, a focus on this, um, the company still has a duty to kind of continue that forward, right? So how have you really embedded the importance of DNI throughout the entire entirety of DeepSet? Yeah. So I think uh, the fast answer here it is one of our core values. Nice. So, um, yeah, so we have uh, five values and one is embrace our diversity. Um, so if you want, I can read it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> that we, uh, it is uh, at DeepSet, we are committed to creating an inclusive and diverse culture that encourages, supports and celebrates the differences within our team. We believe that different perspectives, backgrounds and ideas create better outcomes embrace diversity and foster an inclusive work environment. Wow, wow. And if you don't mind asking, how come or why was it important to have diversity as an actual value? Because I think that holds quite a, a, an important role in the company, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, so the values, they are not defined by the management team. The values, they come from the people. And oh, wow. uh, we had a very intense workshop and uh, this was one of the outcomes that uh, diversity is important and uh, that because we are by nature diverse, as I said, and we have yeah. our diverse open source community. So it was pretty clear um, that we have that as a value. And starting from that, we also launched um, our DEI initiative. So for everyone that wanted to double down on this topic, um, we have an exchange group. Um, we are having regular DEI coffee chats and also really like it's it's a little bit like a project where we have initiatives that we work on um, in order to bring yeah. this value into into everything we do um, yeah this is uh, this is where we are right now wow wow and tell me a little bit more about those initiatives because it's not just about having it as a value right there's I'm sure there's a lot more that you're doing just to ensure that it's you know it is throughout the company what more are you doing yeah so uh, what we did first is uh, we assessed it yeah. So we asked our people, actually, what do you think? Uh, how good are we? Um, how, how are we doing? Um, so we have something that is called our Pulse Check. This is a bi-weekly survey that we are sending out to all employees. I think this is very important uh, when being a remote first organization because we, you cannot walk across the um, office and see, yeah. oh, this person is happy today. This person might not be happy. Oh, you just don't have that feeling. So we have introduced our Pulse Check. And we always have one special topic there. And um, 
uh, it was a little bit more than a year ago, we um, had a special topic of DEI and we just asked questions to assess where, where we are. And this was then the basis for a larger workshop uh, in an in-person meeting. So every quarter we meet in person and um, we always have special topics here. And um, yeah, um, this was one of them. And we invited everyone that wanted to, to participate here. Maybe something that is also important to note not everybody is a fan of this topic. Not everybody wants to actively talk about it. Some people just want to keep it to themselves. And we also wanted to respect that. But I would say one third of, uh, of the deep setters is highly committed and they really wanted also to shape what we do there. And um, then we launched our initiative. And uh, there is a few focus topics. Um, so one is awareness, one is learning, one is recruiting, and then we have a special uh, focus on parents. And uh, when it comes to awareness, we, for example, in, had um, invited speakers uh, also to company-wide events, just educating ourselves a bit on the topic and um, how we could do better. Um, uh, but also we provided a lot of materials to our existing team, but also to our new hires. So when you onboard, you will also go through uh, the diversity uh, onboarding uh, at DeepSet. Uh, um, this directly translates into learning. So we want to make uh, our people more aware and also understand a bit more what they can do. Yeah. Um, with regards to recruiting, it's super systematic. So we analyze our funnel. Um, we uh, experimented with different features. For example, there is the uh, anonymous sourcing feature in, in the LinkedIn recruiter where you can remove the picture and the name. Um, to make sure that uh, the sourcing is bias-free. Um, yeah, and the special focus on parents. Uh, well, um, I mean, I'm, I'm one myself, uh, <laughs> but back then I wasn't. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to create a community uh, for, for the parents in DeepSet that they can exchange, uh, that they can also share uh, what works, what doesn't work. Um, and uh, we also wanted to make it a good place for parents in DeepSet, which means that we actively um, shared, um, you know, that you have additional days off when your child is sick, that it is okay if your child is not, not good today to just call it a day and, and um, yeah, take care of your baby. And usually we usually post that in Slack and then there's a lot of heart emojis, yeah. family emojis. Um, yeah, no, honestly, it's incredible. And, and I'm not just saying it because we're speaking here today, but I find that with all the with all the kind of DNI chats, it's great that we're talking about it more. And I'm loving that the fact that we are very much advocating for more of this. Uh, but I like to see actual actions, uh, actual initiatives where we're actually putting our putting our words, you know, in, I don't know what the right saying is, but, you know, actually putting our words into practice. Because I think there's no point speaking about it. And I'm actually just, so tired of just speaking about it I want to see real tangible results from it and actually seeing what companies are really doing to really champion this so it's amazing yeah but I, I have to tell you it never ends um, yeah, so it's so true maybe, maybe steps um, but uh, we can always do better um, yeah so, yeah Totally, totally. And how do you think having diversity uh, as one of your core values has really benefited or helped you with, you know, really pushing it forward? Because, yeah, I would be interested to see like the benefit of actually having it as a value versus not, and if it does change anything. Mm, I think it just makes visible what was always there. Yeah, totally. So, um, and makes it also very explicit. Um, 
I don't think it changed a lot because also, you know, when I joined DeepSet and we were 10 people, I had the feeling it was a very inclusive place and people yeah. could be themselves. Um, and there was no need to formalize it. But as we grow, there was the need to make it more visible and yeah, formalize it. Yeah. Um, especially as we now embark uh, into the US and uh, yeah, into cultures that are even more different than, than the ones that the, the European culture that we that we currently more or less have yeah. in this company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, the, the results are there. You know, I know you mentioned the numbers have really improved. So you mentioned at the beginning when you joined DeepSet, only 10% of DeepSet were females. And now it you're... It was me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Now I'm doing the math. That makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So yeah, math was never my thing. Uh, never, ever. But no, I mean, now you're at 30%. The numbers have really improved and it is getting better. Considering you guys, you guys are a tech company, right? Um, so it's it's incredible to, to kind of see that. How would you say you've you've really done that? What's been the thing you which you say, hey, this was it. Make sure you do it. <laughs> yeah, I would say measure. Yeah. So um, we have an amazing talent team uh, in DeepSet, and they really, really took the topic. They owned it, and they analyzed the hiring funnel, and then they realized the top of the funnel. So, like the applications we get, it is very, very. Um, hard for example to find females in some yeah. roles so what they did um, they analyzed this and then they started active sourcing active sourcing focusing for example on female hires or on certain geographies um, in order to make the funnel more diverse than it was before this is one thing we did and it worked quite well um, so we had uh, so I actually have um, even two examples. So our product management team is now 50-50 uh, male-female, uh, which is quite nice. Uh, and, but it, it was hard work. Um, then the next thing you can do is you can see who moves through the funnel. Yeah. Is there any bias in the funnel? Is there, is, is there structurally um, some, some people just move forward and some others doesn't, don't mm. move forward um, and also talk about this? openly talk about this um, if, if we observe something like that and also make sure that the criteria, how do we evaluate and measure somebody um, are the right ones. And um, yeah, at the end of the funnel, um, if you have the choice uh, of two profiles, go with the one that um, if, if both are equally strong, yeah. you, you can call the shots, right? This would be up to the hiring manager, of course. Um, yeah, and another thing that uh, the the people team did, uh, what I very very much liked, was they said, "Well, we see that there's mainly people from certain geographies or people from certain um, uh, genders applying. Why is this?" And then they looked into the text of our job applications, and then they realized, "Aha, um, it is not not really that inclusive. How like how it is written because it, yeah. was, it was written maybe from a um, male person that is sitting in Berlin um, and if we want it to attract also other people we have to rewrite it rewrite it so this is what they did they rewrote it and they also removed a bit you know this two to five years of experience or ten yeah. years of experience they made it a bit softer in order to lower the barrier so that for example um, women or people with less experience can also 
or not can, I mean, they can always apply, but they don't yeah. do so, that they feel more um, motivated to apply. And this also worked uh, quite well. Yeah, that's really interesting because you're right. It is just, you know, very small differences that, that do make such an impact. But I like what you said there in terms of actually starting at the start of the funnel, funnel sorry, but also looking at how each person moves throughout. Because I think I saw a study which showed that men move through the process a lot quicker um, than, say, women. Uh, and that's really important to be able to notice that because there's no point spending a lot of effort to fill the pipeline at that top to have more diversity. But then really, as you filter down, those people are actually aren't making it through the process, right? That That's part of the issue. Yeah. And you also have to make sure who interviews, right? Yeah. If it's only... Um only uh, white males interviewing in all interview steps you know we have uh, five steps um of course they will be a bit biased yeah everybody is biased you can train as much as you want we will always have our little biases in in our head and then some people might progress more more than others um so this is also something we ha uh, we are working on like making the biases visible to yourself and then that so that you are a better hiring manager and, and a better interviewer um, throughout the process yeah totally totally and what advice would you give to, to other companies looking to improve their numbers the same way you have measure analyze and measure and really think it through where, where do things break yeah. is it already in the beginning or do you have a 50 50 split or is it rather at the end um what what happens um really yeah. take the time analyze it and then you can have the appropriate steps if it's at the top of the funnel as i said then you can actively source or also uh, there's also um uh, agencies you can work with that focus on yeah. diverse profiles um also highly recommended uh, because they have access to a to much bigger pool uh, usually and, and strong relations and they can help you. If it is more within the process, think about um, are the um, evaluation criteria we have the right ones? Are the interviewers the right ones? Are the interviewers trained? Um, and um, yeah, so really, really think about what do you want to achieve and then analyze what is happening and then you can pull the strings and um, yeah make it better and also yeah. small improvements are already a step because sometimes this was actually the thing that i um when i started with this topic i was a bit overwhelmed because i, I knew how good looks like um and um, my um, previous company was mckinsey so there it was you know super structured like yeah. full-fledged uh, diversity program and um, in a startup, you just don't have all the resources at hand and you feel like, okay, what can I do? I can only do little steps, Yeah. but um, I will never, like not at this point in time, I cannot reach, um, reach what, what a, a large company can, can achieve because just less people, less uh, yeah, resources. Um, and uh, what I found very inspiring was uh, we had a talk with Sarah Cordivano um, and she said, it's already the little things just it's it's okay to start with the little steps but they will make a difference and when yeah. you grow up as a company you can always do more but um it is important that you do something 
Yeah, totally. Because of course, like you mentioned, right, the whole topic can be really overwhelming. How to do it properly? There's so much to actually do. So how do you actually go about it the right way? So making small changes along the way uh, in line with the bigger goal, which you're looking to achieve helps and not just focusing on that big thing which you want to achieve, which could be that gender uh, 50-50 split. That's a, that's a big big goal right to have especially in tech companies so having the little changes which you'll make along the way to help you get to there is going to be important yeah absolutely yeah yeah and I guess on to the topic of families because I think it's really important to talk about it because I think um it's not spoken about enough um we tend to separate our, our family and our personal life with our work when really they do come together a lot of the time. So I guess for, for you, why did you feel like it was important to really acknowledge the, the, the parents at DeepSet and the, the topic of families? I mean, as a startup grows, uh, people grow with it. Um, and um, not only um, on their like professional life, but also on their personal life. And at some points, they want to start a family. And why should we stop caring about them at this point in time because yeah. when you have a family this is a very special moment in your private life but also a very um, a moment when you are very vulnerable because a lot of things change yeah. um, and uh, i think we have to be there for our people we have to support them during this time and um, i'm sure it will pay off um, I'm 100% sure. And also, I don't know if you have ever uh, seen uh, babies uh, in, in video conferences that pop in. It always makes <laughs> everyone happy. <laughs> so. You know, it really does. I actually remember it happened a few times. Uh, it was so funny, actually. Uh, one of our founders, when he first had um, his, his little girl, um, we joined the meeting and he wasn't there, but his, his baby was. Um, so <laughs> it was hilarious. It was like one of the best. Like, you're right. It just put a smile on all of our faces. It was unbelievable. And and yeah, there's it's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I also have a little daughter. She's now eight months old. And um yeah, I, I'm just bringing her with me, um, not to, to the video calls, of course, because uh, she, uh, my husband is taking care of her. But uh, whenever we have offsite events um, in person, I have to bring her because I'm still breastfeeding her, right? And yeah. um, I'm just doing that. I want to show everyone it is possible. And if you want that, you can also do that um, to really be a role model uh, for everyone here. And... Um, yeah, the, making it visible, making it visible that um, I now have a baby and others also. And um, it's just the way it is, but it doesn't mean that I will stop working now or that I will stop believing in what DeepSet does. Um, yeah. It, it, can, it can work. It is a challenge, but it can work uh, to have it both. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you mentioned you became a mother eight months ago, right? So how have you found navigating working at DeepSet now compared to, say, before? Um, I had to really challenge myself in my own working style, uh, I would say, because before, you know, I was sometimes just overcompensating um, by working more if I if I couldn't finish something or if, if I had a new challenge at hand. And this is simply not possible anymore when you have a baby and when you have set times when you are available and when you are not available. Yeah. Um, and I think having a baby made me much more efficient <laughs> um, uh, because you just have to. And um, I would also say it's, it helped me to understand what is important and what is less important. Yeah. So prioritizing also got uh, much better. and. Um, 
yeah, I now also understand a bit better what it means to be a parent, to be very honest. Um, yeah. Before, it was for me a theoretical concept, and of course, I saw it. But uh, now that I have one myself, I can much better also understand how, how others feel that are in the same situation. And um, yeah, I think it's just healthy to yeah. have both, right? I agree, right, because I don't have any children yet myself. And I love speaking with mothers um, who are navigating the working world um, as a mother, because I one of my things I'm like, how how does how do you do it? How do you get up at five or six a.m., do the kind of be a mother, then go to work and then finish work and then go back to being a mother or, or even like be a mother throughout. Right. It doesn't stop. You still are a mother throughout your working day. Um, actually, I'm my, my mother always says now, um, even as a full grown adult, she says, I, I like to know when you're home um, and, and when you, like just so I can like know because she says I can't go to sleep knowing that you're you're not safe at home. So. I'm an adult now, right? It doesn't stop. So I know that when you when you do kind of embark on that journey, it is challenging, right? It is hard. But speaking with other people who are going through the same thing is always important. Yeah, exactly. And also speaking about it with your colleagues, um, yeah. I was always very open. I was over communicating. Um, so, um, sorry, um, the baby is hungry. I now have to breastfeed. Yeah. <laughs> okay for you. Or should we continue the call in 10 minutes or... Or um, also I have blockers in my calendar saying, look, those times I just can't make because I have to pick her up from daycare or I have to uh, take her um, because um, my husband doesn't have time. Yeah. And, um, this, everyone understands it. Yes. No, I've never heard anything. I was about else. to say, yeah. Yeah. There's and, never been one person that said, hey, no, you can't do that because you, like, no one is, if anything, it's the complete opposite. Everyone's like, oh, no, no, no of course, go do that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And when they are in the same situation, I would do the same for them, right? Yeah. So in the end, we are one team. We are on a joint mission together. And um, I think we also, that makes us a stronger team, being yeah. able to incorporate it um, into our culture and into our, yeah, how, the way we work. Yeah. Also going forward, I mean, uh, DeepSet is remote first uh, with a real life twist. That means that we regularly um, meet in person, but now that we add on more time zones, um, it also becomes much more important to work asynchronously. Yeah. And this is a big advantage for parents also, because you babies or kids, they are, they are no machines, right? So they have their rough schedules, but yeah, uh, yeah it can change. But uh, when you have the option to work from home or to um, uh, kind of be flexible, um, in the way that you respond or um, act on certain things, um, it is perfect. It is yeah. a big, big advantage also for us uh, looking at the talent market. Um, so if I would have had to commute to the office every day, I wouldn't be working now. Would not yeah. be possible. But um, I could start um, when she was three months old because I had the luxury of being um, like being in a remote first company of having colleagues that understand me, um, or that listen to me when I over communicate my um, mother um, situation. And uh, I could build the way I work on my own. And I think this is something we want to enable for everyone, also for, for fathers at DeepSit, by the way. So yeah, it's yeah. a normal thing to take parental leave here. Um, it is uh, normal that colleagues say, for example, we had an offsite and one colleague said, I cannot join because the baby is due around that time. And I just oh, want yeah. to share. And we were like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 
yeah yeah it's and not I, only the mothers anymore that take care it's also the dads and yeah and I guess on the talent and hiring um topic you're right it does make attracting talent a lot easier right because now you're not just you know attracting people that are not parents you're attracting now people that are parents and do have families because they see that I can actually work here which means you know from a hiring perspective your pool is a lot larger now whereas before it could have just been like only you know single people with no families now with all you offer you're able to attract so much more people because you know people do have families it's normal exactly yeah yeah and I guess just you know how what are you actually doing to ensure that people with families are really looked after at deep set so we have this uh, families in deep set group um, where we um, have an overview of uh, everything you need to know. Uh, also um, country specific, because as you know, we hire in 11 different countries. So um, in, in each country, it's a bit different. So when do, what, how long is maternity leave? How long is paternity yeah. leave? Exactly. Just making that very, very ac easily accessible and giving guidance. Um, also sharing what the options are when the child is sick. Um, and those topics. And then we have a little um, corner where parents at DeepSet just share uh, their <laughs> tips and tricks and life hacks. And it's very funny. Uh, so for example, one, uh, uh, one uh, kid thinks we are, we are frozen because there is uh, people that are called Anna, um, Christoph, and you know all these names from Frozen. And um, this um, kid basically thinks that we are the Fro <laughs> Frozen musical. And uh, another, so our designer, he usually opens the, uh, the uh, program he uses uh, for, for uh, making first drafts. And uh, the daughter, she, she would always uh, make suggestions, like <laughs> little paintings. And she thinks that this is work. <laughs> <laughs> we shared one of the pictures so those little things uh yeah that, yeah yeah uh, make, make it personal and uh but also what i mentioned before practical tips um what what can you do and what is very important your job is not gone when you you're out for some time it's just it's just how how life is right you're away yeah. you have a family you start a family and then you come back and it's all good we keep on rocking yeah yeah and i also think it evokes like, like a really open and transparent culture right because i'm sure then people are are more open and more willing to share their stories or share their struggles because they know that they're not alone and there's a whole group chat um at deep set that are also potentially going through the, a similar sort of topic or similar issue yeah exactly yeah amazing and you know on the topic of being remote because i think personally in relation to kind of dni this is this is massive. And I think it is a real kind of advantage that, that some companies do have by being remote. Um, so yeah, like I said, a massive advantage for you is, is being remote. And, and how would you say being remote has benefited you personally at DeepSet? Yeah, as I mentioned before, um, I could, I was able to start when my daughter was three months old, I would work from home, um, I would work in my own pace and put uh, breastfeed her when she was hungry. And in the beginning, that's quite can be quite often. And <laughs> Our case it was every two hours, uh, so um, that's yeah. Without being remote, first it would, would have not wouldn't have worked, right? And what was also good is that I could bring my husband and my daughter to team uh, events oh, wow. when they took place. So, for example, she had her first business trip when she was, I think, three <laughs> I and a half or four months old. Yeah, she traveled <laughs> with us to Berlin. Um, and she did some sightseeing with my husband. So there's pictures from her in front of the Brandenburg Gate, for example, oh. when I was in a workshop. And then they came 
so that I could feed her and then they uh, left. But it was okay and did still pay for that. Wow. And, um, I think this is a huge uh, commitment also. Um, her first flight was with DeepSight. It was uh, on our company offsite last week in Barcelona. <laughs> So, yeah, she's a full business baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, a business baby. That is incredible because it makes your life easier, but it also makes your, your kind of your husband's life easier because, of course, the pressure is then not on, on all on him or all on you to kind of, you know, continue being a mum and also being a worker, right? Exactly. We are just a good team. Uh, we also had to learn our lessons. So we had to learn communication is much more important. Yeah. When, uh, when you become parents, uh, you, you have your own schedule, the work schedule and the baby schedule. So you have to speak much, much more. Yeah. Uh, that's also something that you learn. And uh, yeah, that even makes the relationship stronger. Yeah. I would say. Um, yeah, totally, totally. And what about the benefits to the employees which you now have at DeepSet? How has it really benefited the wider team? Um, you mean the... Yeah, sorry, in relation to remote, yeah, being remote first. Yeah, I think uh, people can work uh, from wherever they want to, uh, which means they can also work from different places. Uh, again, for me personally, I also worked one week for from my parents' place that they took care of the baby um, because yeah. my husband didn't have time, those things. Um, but in general, I mean, being remote first just is an enormous amount uh, of flexibility and also trust that we give to our people. Yeah. And, um, of course, we also have a lot, like I could now uh, list the benefits, but I think that's easier to yeah. <laughs> up online. Um, it's, yeah, I think this is just the way to go forward. But what is very important is having that real life twist. Yeah. So um, only being remote and in uh, all imaginable different time zones is not the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I um, think it, makes sense to meet in person from time to time we have every quarter our rebase events uh, where people really gather and do hackathons together and solve problems together be creative together because those things they are more difficult online in an online setting um, and also we um, enable business travels whenever needed so when somebody says look i'm lost uh, or i need some input or i just need to get this done go for it here there's the budget go <laughs> just yeah. meet and uh and uh, yeah push the topic forward um and yeah i think this is a quite good mix and now also we decided to not open for new countries but to stay in the countries that we are and yeah. not build out the teams there so that we also um have this social aspect a bit more that people can really meet in an office or office-like environment and exchange ideas also on a more regular basis. Um, this is a bit the yeah, more the, the outlook. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's really important to note that because I think the benefits, like you said, to remote work are everywhere. You can see it. Um, however, I think the cha there are still challenges, right, that do come with that. And I think having um, the understanding that there will be challenges, it's not going to be all, you know, flowery and great. But the benefits do definitely outweigh the the kind of challenges is, is, is really what's important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would, I would see it uh, exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, and I guess from your side and, and your experiences in life, Anna, and now as a mom and as working at DeepSet, um, what's the one piece of advice you would give to to other mothers or other people out there that are, you know, potentially thinking this is a lot? How am I going to manage things? What advice would you give to others? I think it starts from yourself. Um, 
So don't think it is impossible. Just do it. Give it a try. And then you can still realize it is not optimal. But don't stop before you have even started. So that's my advice. Go right. for it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, no, honestly, thank you so much for joining Anna, for sharing your insights. Uh, I think what you guys are doing at DeepSet is truly, truly incredible. And what you've achieved is is incredible so far, right? And it's only the beginning. So yeah, really, really excited to see how you guys develop and grow um, in relation to all these topics. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you also for having me. It was a great fun also to reflect, actually, because take this moment and talk about all these things. Um, thank you so much for, for the interview.